Hi there, this is Sherry Lee Myers. Welcome to How to Connect with Angels. We believe that no matter what, every person has the unconditional love and help of angels, our messengers from God. But we have to be willing to believe and we have to be willing to ask. That's what our film, The Glitch, that we are shooting here in New Orleans is all about with the help of some amazing music and talent. If you're curious, visit us at theglitchmovie.com and take a look. But now, right now, let's talk to someone who's devoted to helping us make a divine connection. Terry Miller is a psychic, medium, channel, energy healer, author, and a happiness coach. She developed the healing modality called Time, which has spread to multiple countries with the help of her book, Time Heals. Terry recently authored Hugs Love, an interior travelogue about her personal journey to happiness. Terry leads a Facebook group called Angel Speakers in conjunction with her popular talk show, also called Angel Speakers. Good morning, Terry Miller. How are you? Hi, Sherry. I am awesome today, honey. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. I am I, I, I'm just so excited. I'm so excited to talk to someone who has this entire package of psychic, spiritual medium, spiritual healer, and author. You have a blog talk radio show. It's called Angel Speak, correct? Angel Speakers? Angel Speakers. Angel Speakers. And you have mastered meditation and you teach meditation and conduct meditation that is around the world. Yes, that is correct. Oh my goodness, we have to <laughs> we have to get to that. We have to talk about that, and we have to talk about your newly certified uh, title as a happiness, happiness coach. coach. A happiness coach <laughs> that is, I mean, it just makes my it it makes my brain smile to hear about that. Oh. So we're going to talk a lot about that because clearly your work has come through your work with the angels and. Uh, that's what we are all about, how to connect with our angels, how to live a happier life. Terry Miller, let's talk about your earlier days when you were not living with an awareness of the divine in your life. Yes, that was a very lost time. Um, you know, I've always known about the presence of spirit. I've always heard, felt, you know, seen spirit, but... There's times in our human life when, like I say, life gets in the way. You know, things happen and we divert away and get involved in um, what's going on with us in this human body, in our physical existence. And in my life, I've gone through a lot of physical problems, Sherry. Um, I've I've had more surgeries than I can even count. Um, I've had kidney failure. I... Mm. When I was six months pregnant, I had kidney failure. And that was one of the darkest times of my life. You know, uh, going from this total excitement to devastation because now everything is so precarious. Yes. You know, is the baby going to survive? Am right. I going to survive? Yeah. They didn't even know what to do at that time. Yes. Seriously, they did not know what to do. They had never dialyzed a patient before that was pregnant. Oh my goodness. So I could not get answers from doctors. I was stuck in a hospital room. 
it was one of the worst times of my life. And that what happened? I have to find out what happened. (laughs) Clearly you made it through. Are you? I I did make it through, but I I want to tell you about one incident that happened um, during that time when I, when they admitted me to the hospital and, you know, of course I'm confused. I don't know what's going on. Uh, The doctor put me in because he thought I was having twins because I'd gotten so big so fast. Mm. And then the results showed that it was kidney failure. Well, they didn't explain anything to me. So I went into the surgery to have the uh, shunt connected so I could go on dialysis, but I knew nothing about dialysis. So I wake up from the surgery. I'm in a hospital room, and I'm connected to this machine that is a monster. It's like from floor to ceiling, tubes going everywhere, and I just almost screamed because I was panicking. And it was at that point, that was one of the major times I can remember that I felt the presence of an angel. And this woman walked in the room, and I'm convinced today still that it was an angel that walked in that room to calm me down. And then right after that was when the medical people came in and just explained, you know, you're not, you're okay. You're just hooked up to the machine that's saving your life right now. <laughs> but yeah. that was a very devastating time when I could feel the presence of spirit. And I wasn't spiritual at that time at all. So wow. then I, um, I delivered the baby. She did live. She survived. She was premature. And seven months later, I had a kidney transplant that I still have success with. I just celebrated 41 years with this kidney. (laughs) Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, and it's been an amazing journey with that, you know, and um, I I just know that it's totally because of God that I'm still healthy and have this functioning organ that's not mine. It's a borrowed organ. That was my second chance at life. Oh. Oh, wow. Now you had had now you said that you had had kind of an awareness of the other side all your life. When you were a child there was a presence in your home, right? Yes, there was. Can you tell us a little bit about that? It's so charming. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um well I've, I've always like I said I've always heard uh spirit. I I hear them even my whole life, I've heard them. Sometimes I chose to ignore them, but I all, they're always there, and I always communicate with them. And, you know, there were times when I would sit on the side of the mountain when I was growing up as a kid. I had this my own special spot there, and I would just sit and talk out loud to them because, of course, I couldn't do that, you know, in the house. They would really put me in a loony bed somewhere. Oh, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> I want a picture for our readers. This is a little girl sitting on the side of a mountain in Kentucky. Yes. Way up in the beautiful, beautiful mountains. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I would go there. That was my spot, you right. know. And, and wow. I, I would just look at all the, the beauty of the mountains. And mm. uh, there were times when I would see things, and I didn't realize at the time that I was seeing parts of my my past lives. No kidding. You know, in these mountains, yes. And today I'm, I'm more in touch with that. You know, I've done past life regressions, and I know some of my past life experiences. Mm -hmm. And that's what was happening there on the side of that mountain. But actually, in the home, um, we had a spirit that would come and visit us at night. And it was just amazing because there was no fear. You know, I was not afraid of the spirit. I I felt it. 
I heard it. Um, all of us actually heard, you know, the, the noises. And it was just ac- accepted, you know, that this happens. This is something that happens that once you're gone, you're not really gone anywhere. You move to a different level, but you can still communicate with people here on earth. Wow. And that was something I learned at a very young age. Yes. Yes. How did you develop that connection? Okay. Uh, when I had the kidney failure and I was on dialysis, after the delivery of the baby even, I went through an anger. You know, I, mm. I just like, why, 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 why? And especially when they, you know, after the baby delivered and the kidneys didn't start functioning again and I had to stay on dialysis, I really rebelled and I was like, why, God, why is this happening? Mm. And I think a lot of people go through that yeah. when something is happening. You know, it may not even be something that major. You know, it can just be a depression and you're wondering, why is this happening to me? Why can't I feel better? Yes. What what is going on? Mm -hmm. And it was like in one of those moments of just really ranting and letting out all of that anger. And I let it out. And I think that's when they could reach me. Because, Sherry, when we're in a lower vibrational state, when we're uh, in that throes of depression and just feeling a lot of uh, anger and bitterness, you know, and victimhood, and victimhood, victimhood, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's very hard for spirit to get through to us because we've got this barrier. You know, it's not their problem. It's our problem that they can't reach us. Mm -hmm. So once I let that anger out and just really said what I felt and let go, that's when I felt this peace and I felt this light in the room and something just come over me. And it was like, you're okay. You're going to be okay. Mm. That was what I heard. You're going to be okay. Mm. And, you know, that was very hard to believe at that moment, but... It was like, okay, that's kind of comforting, (laughs) but, you know, how is this going to work out? How is this going to transpire that I'm going to be okay because I sure didn't feel okay. Right. Um, But, you know, now looking back, it's like, yes, everything fell into place. You know, the the kidney transplant happened. My life went on and I live a, a wonderful, awesome life of gratitude and love and joy and peace mm. and you know it's, it's just amazing how when we when we go ahead and let things out and don't hold them inside that's when the miracles happen that's when we can be reached you have uh, said in your book your beautiful new book hugs and love you said that meditating was your way to communicate with who what and why that was it's, your tool. So yes. tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us more about meditating. Tell us more about your experience. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I lived for a year up in Massachusetts, in New England, a beautiful, lovely area. And this was like 30 years ago or more. I can't remember the exact dates. But um, at that time, I got involved with some people who were able to direct me to a lot of resources, and one of those resources was meditation. Mm-hmm. And it was at that point that I found my beautiful yogi, um, Paramahansa Yogananda, mm-hmm. and who has been a part of my life, and I feel him with me constantly. But reading his book, Autobiography of a Yogi, mm-hmm. and getting involved in these meditation groups, that's when I really came to life spiritually. Mm-hmm. And um, 
meditation, a lot of people think, you know, you just sit there and you quiet your mind and, you know, that's what you do. Meditation is actually two ways. You know, you do quiet your mind, you put your thoughts to the side, but you actually sit there and listen and receive, Mm. you know, and what you receive is this wonderful communication from spirit. And that's where um, my books were born. You know, all of these, these times of meditation were when I would go very deep and work on issues that needed to be worked on in myself and clear out all of what I call the crud. What kind of relationship do you have with your angels? My angels are always with me. Yeah. Um, I feel their presence. You know, sometimes um, when I don't feel their presence, I can just say their name. I'll say, Archangel Michael, please be with me right now. And there's an actual shift of the energy in the room. It's something that you, you feel, you know, and I hear him. It's like when I, when I need that comforting, when I need that feeling of being protected, being wrapped in this bubble that, uh, you know, nothing from the outside can reach me. No negative can come into my world. And that's, you know, that's the beautiful relationship that I have with Michael. I can turn anything over to him. You know, I, I do a meditation where I have people fill up their backpacks with anything that they want to fill it with, any of the stuff they want to get rid of. Mm. And then they take it and they turn it over to Michael and they just hand it to him. And he's going to take care of it, you know, and, and then we have a choice. We can pick that backpack up again or we can just leave it there with him. Mm-hmm. And and it's just a beautiful way of, of just having him protect us and keep us safe. And the other angels, um, I've developed a really great relationship with Gabriel for communication. Gabriel brings forward messages. So when I sit and ask Gabriel to be with me, that's when I do a lot of my writing. Mm. You know, the messages just flow. It's like um, it's like automatic writing. You know, you just don't even have to think. Your human brain doesn't think. It just, the, the words just flow through and, and process onto the page. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's wow. beautiful. You've worked with your angels and you have co-authored a book called Time Heals. Right? Yes. Can you tell me a little bit about what your involvement was and how the angels figured in and how the, yes. what the book is about. Absolutely. Um, you know, I had gone through a lot of inner work, uh, like I said, digging through that crud, figuring out who, what, and where I was and, and um, you know, really doing a lot of meditation, leading meditations. Uh, you know, I recorded a lot that I put out there for uh, anybody that wants to view them on YouTube and, and go through them. And there was one day that I, I was spending a lot of time outside at that moment. And I was actually in my swimming pool. I was swimming. And when I swim, I would talk to God. That was what I did the whole time I was oh, doing my laps. Beautiful. And I just, I would always ask for signs, you know, God, I would like to just see a sign right now and always a dragonfly, a butterfly, something beautiful would just appear right in front of my face. Mm. And there was one day that I was out there and I was swimming and, you know, I just started getting this download of information and my spirit guides were talking to me and I'm like, wait, 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 you you know, this is so much. I'm not going to remember this Mm -hmm. because I want to write it down. Mm -hmm. And they're like, don't, don't worry about it. 
don't worry about it. You'll remember. And, you know, that it took about probably, well, in human time, I guess about 20, 30 minutes. <laughs> in spirit time, you know, it was like a, a flash. Right. But they downloaded this beautiful healing method. And as soon as I got inside, I sat down at my computer. And I'm going, all right, angels, you know, I really need you to help me here. And I called on Gabriel. And I'm like, you know, you've got to help me remember exactly what was given to me just now. And mm-hmm. they did. Uh. And that's it, it all just poured out just right there. Uh, Time heals method. They told me exactly what to call it. Yeah. Um, they told me the method to do it. And, you know, what's involved with the person being healed, what's involved with the person that's uh, transferring the beautiful healing energy to that person. And it all just flowed. It all just came through at that very moment. And I just sat back and cried. I was just so emotional. And it was just awesome. And then a a little later, I think it was a few days later, I'm, I'm asking, this is so beautiful, but how... How did this happen? You know, why did this happen? I, I mean, I love it, but why did it happen? And why me? Yeah. And they told me that I was remembering lifetimes of healing oh. and using this very method in different lifetimes of working with people and feeling that beautiful energy flowing through me. And that was exactly what was being transmitted to me oh. in that moment. Let's talk about Hugs Love, and the title of your newest book is H-U-G-Z forward slash L-O-V-E. This is another channeled book um, that you, uh, you know, I, you just sent to me yesterday and I poured through it. I'm sorry I didn't get to the end, but I'll tell you, I am going to right here now ask everyone to take a look at this absolutely inspirational beautifully written little book of revelations. I love what you do. I love this. I love this. Hugs love. Oh, thank you. What inspired you? How did you, you know, what inspired you to create it? What inspired me was uh, my meditations every day with the angels. I would sit every day and talk with them. This is my, this is my daily routine. But every day they would have me write and it's like, okay, so there was always like, um, you know, life lessons, things that were happening to me that needed to be processed. So I would type out these lessons every day and I would post them on my website, angelspeakers.com. Well, this went on and on for like five months. That's the title of the book. (laughs) And, um, you know, I would always end it with hugs and love because I love hugs. That's when I did my meditation groups, they're always ended in hugs. And, you know, hugs is just our way when we connect with another person's energy. We just pass on just that moment of saying, my spirit just recognizes and appreciates you for who you are. That's oh. what a hug is all about. Oh. So, oh. And love is, is what it is. I mean, love is all there is in spirit. That's what spirit's all about. So hugs and love, it, it just went together and it just flowed. I think it would be perfect moment right now to talk about are we here yet? That wonderful concept that you have in Hugs and Love. It's not, are we there yet? It's, are we here yet? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. But, yeah. What is, t- 
me more. Talk about that. Are we here yet? Well, you know, we're always striving to be somewhere. We always have this, um, yeah, we have our calendars that tell us, you know, you need to be here at this time. You need to go here. You know, we have a a date to do this and an event here. So we're always, like, going somewhere or going there. But what about the here? Are we here? Can we find where we are in this moment? Just, Just take a breath. Stop and look at what are we doing with this life that we're given? You know, we are given a vessel. We are given a means to shine our light and let others know what it's all about. You know, the world is is so full of hustle and bustle. And if they would just stop just for a moment, it's it's like you just want to freeze people. You know, you know, the old freeze frame. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Freeze frame. Stop for a minute and just look at your life and look inside what's in there. You know, there's a, a wonderful, beautiful spirit in there. And, you know, if we can just realize that we are here, we don't have to do anything out there to find us. And that's what so many people do. They go about their day and it's like, you know, I have to do this and I have to do that. We're full of have tos and should mm-hmm. And all we have to do is just sit and process who we are and get in touch with that beautiful spirit inside. Mm, Would you please explain what happy hunting is? Yes, it's one of my favorite things in life. Um, Happy hunting, you know, like I said, we have a world full of people that are just looking for something out there, something to make them happy not realizing that happiness has to begin inside of us. So when I go out uh, in my day, you know, go out, run errands, whatever I'm doing, I try to find someone I can make eye contact with and give a smile, um, you know, and just find people that are of a higher vibration because when we're vibrating at a high frequency, we tend to drift towards those people. Somehow spirit just kind of nudges us along. Mm -hmm. But when I see someone that needs a smile, I try to give a smile. If I see their face, you can tell by their demeanor, you can, I can just read their spirit that, you know, they're in a low vibration. I try to give that smile, make that eye contact, Mm -hmm. say a word of encouragement. If it's someone that I know, just Tell them, I love you. It doesn't cost you anything to say I love you. Uh And Uh it's a pure love. It's it's nothing, not asking for anything in return. There's no conditions on it. Just, I love you. Uh And, you know, there have been times when I've gone, um, I can remember a time recently I went into a grocery store and the cashier and the, the, the guy that was bagging, they were dancing. And oh. so I'm, I'm just like loving it. I'm laughing with them. I'm telling them how happy that made my heart to go out and find some happiness because I'm a happy hunter. If I'm finding myself not finding happiness out there, you know, not seeing the people that are vibrating at that high frequency, then what I can do for myself is I can just remember a moment, you know, I can just remember um, something funny or just a blessing that I've had in my life, something, an accomplishment, something that's just so joyous. And I can actually, you know, like I said, touch a piece of jewelry. I can hold um, a memory in my mind and relive that moment of that memory. 
and just go back to that place. And then all of a sudden that happiness starts bubbling out of me. And I, all of a sudden there's somebody that's also vibrating at a high frequency. Ah. It's, it's like it puts a phone call out there, you know, Hey, all the happy people come here. <laughs> that's right. That's yeah. right. And then you talked in the book about actually taking time every day to create the memory that would be another touchstone for another day. Yes. yes. That's amazing. Can talk? Let's talk about that a little bit. Um, well, you know, we have choices, Sherry. Our life is all about choices. Yes. And I get up every morning and the first thing I do is look out my window and I say, thank you, God, for another day. Thank you that I'm alive, that I'm breathing. And help me to be a blessing today to someone. And so then it's like a conscious decision to bring happiness forward, to make that moment, create something that brings such joy into my life. And one thing that I've started doing recently, and I, I know this is not in my book because it's a recent thing I've been doing since June. Mm-hmm. Um, I created a gratitude vase. I have an actual vase sitting by my chair. And every day I write out the, uh, the date and I write out the day number since I've, since day one that I started it. And I put on there today I am grateful for. And then I write a name. Mm. I take a picture of that card sitting by the vase and then I take a picture of it inside the vase and I send these two pictures to that person. So every day I'm sending (laughs) out, I'm sending out love. I'm sending out joy and happiness to one person. And, you know, who knows what that, that might um, set off as far as a chain reaction, you know, because their spirit is then lifted. So that means that they're vibrating higher. So yes. anybody that they're coming in contact with is going to feel that higher vibration. Oh, that is beautiful. I, I call it my gratitude vase, and I'm growing love in that uh, gratitude vase. Oh, I, that's I can just imagine. I can just imagine the, the sheer delight and surprise. Mm-hmm. You know how touching that would be to receive that. To say, "Oh my goodness, somebody's thinking of me. Somebody yes. loves me. You know, somebody's grateful for me." And exactly. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Look, I I think there's another concept that you're talking about that's terribly important, and I want to make sure we cover it. Let's talk about pivoting. Yes. It is such a wonderful tool to use. Yes. Um, I actually learned this from Abraham Hicks, Ah. um, Esther Hicks channels and a collective called Abraham. Mm -hmm. And this is a beautiful method they gave us to just turn away. I mean, we have, like I said, we have choices. So when we're in that negative environment where, uh, you know, people may be argumentative with you or, saying horrible things to you, you have a choice. You don't have to stay and listen to that. Or if it's just a day that you're having an off day, you can pivot away from that. You can turn around. And I do physically turn around when I'm seeing that I'm caught up in something. Ah. It doesn't happen very often anymore, amazingly. But if I see that, uh, you know, something's going wrong, I physically turn around, pivot, and 
take a moment, take a deep breath in, breathe in love, breathe in light, breathe in joy and happiness, and exhale that negative that was going on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's pivoting. It's turning away from that negative and back to the joy and the happiness and the peace inside. And we could do this at any moment, any moment. What you um, also add in the book, which I wrote down because I thought, oh, now this is, <laughs> this is very important. You say, in pivoting, you say, don't allow the ego to hold on to the negative feelings. And I think it's so wonderful that you can allow us to disengage, you know, give us that structure to disengage and say, hey, look, you know what? It's your ego that really wants to hang on to this bad feeling and wants to somehow get embroiled and fight and blah, 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 be in this muck. And you don't have to do that. No, you don't. Like I said, we have choices. We have choices. You know, and everybody, you know, they, they have this, not everybody, people have this tendency to say, why is this happening to me? Oh, you know, I don't understand. Why Why can't life get better for me? And, you know, there's the problem right there. You have a choice. You know, life is not happening to you. You have the choice to, for your life to be the way it, you want it to be. Mm-hmm. And if you want to continue with that low vibration and the drama and the negativity, go right ahead. You know, that's your choice. But if you want to live a life of happiness and joy and getting up with gratitude every morning just for being alive, then make that choice to do that and pivot from the negative. Let's talk about being a happiness coach. Okay. I woke up one morning and the words just came out from spirit. And I know it was probably Gabriel that said, you are a happiness coach. And I'm going, I'm a what? <laughs> um, okay. Explain, please. Uh, uh-huh. And that was, that was what I was left with. You are a happiness coach. And it ran through my mind that whole day. And, you know, and I, I'm going, yeah, that's kind of what I do. You know, I, I try to coach people into how to recognize the happiness inside of them. Yes. So then I was led to do a search online for happiness coach. And do you know there was such a thing as a happiness coach. There is training that you can go through to become a happiness coach. Mm -hmm. And so I actually did that. I completed it a little over a month ago. And that's what I do. I'm a certified happiness coach now. And and I get people all day long that come to me with just needing to pivot away from this negative thing that's happening to them and asking the, the questions, what do I do? You know, what do I do? How do I do this? How do I find this? And I I have one lady and she's like, I want to do everything you do because I want to be like this. Oh, (laughs) yeah, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, I I learned methods to help people look more in depth at themselves. You know, I have a degree in psychology, but Uh I've never, never really pursued that. Uh And so now I know that um, divine timing, this is why I had that degree so that I could relate to this so easily and learn it so easily because a lot of what I, the training that I got was actually just remembering my training as well as life experiences. 
But it was a beautiful training, and um, I just learned so much. And I feel like I'm more capable now of helping people to really understand what they're going through and help turn them, you know, to their their inside happiness in a, a better way. How does it work? Is it a couple of sessions? Is it one? Is it a phone call? Do you do reading with it? What do you do? Okay. They can find me on my uh, website, angelspeakers.com. Right. And I'm also on Facebook on a group called Angel Speakers. And I'm always putting myself out there. Um, There is a store on my website where they can go and purchase sessions with me. Okay. And sometimes it just takes one session. You know, it's just somebody looking for that bit of guidance and so one session is fine. You know, they, they get what they need. And if they need to come back for more than they do, or you can purchase a block of sessions, um, you know, whatever, whatever they feel that they need. And after we talk for the first time, then they can see if they need to come back for more. Uh, I can do it over Skype. I can do it over phone, over Zoom, which is what I love to use. Um, it's similar to to uh, Skype, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, and it can be recorded, so that's what I love to do. And when I do the time heal sessions, I record those as well, mm. so they can have them to refer to over and over again. But yeah, they can find me um, in a multitude of ways, and I have a page on Facebook called Happy Hunter Terry, and they can also go there and uh, purchase the books and the sessions. You are also psychic, correct? Yes, You're also a spiritual true. medium. So do so if somebody wants to be in touch with someone they love who's on the other side, you can also be part that's also another kind of a session. Correct? Yes, yes, okay. it is. And, and different, I, I, but it's with you. It is different. You're so talented. Um, <laughs> yeah, mediumship is something that's that's um it's almost like a, a entity of its own, you know, yes. as, as compared to the other things, healing and yeah. um, meditation. In mediumship, I actually ask to be connected with a spirit that has passed from this body, from a, a physical body. And people come to me wanting to get in touch with parents, mm-hmm. uh, siblings, um, children that they've lost. Oh, sure. And, it's interesting because when it first happened, I was like, wow, that just happened, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. you know, it it's like, oh, my gosh, I asked for it, and it really did come come through. And it was amazing. And one of the first ones that I did was the father of a friend who uh, was also a, a kidney transplant patient. Mm. And he asked me if, if I could get in touch with his father because there were some things that he wanted to ask him. Mm. And the message that came through was so beautiful, and it was just, it happened so easily. It was just like, okay, I want to get in touch with this person. I put it out there, and next thing I knew, I was communicating with him. Mm. And I described him to my friend, and it was exactly mm. the way that, that he was in his physical being. Mm-hmm. And the words that came through were all about love. And everyone that I've talked to that's in spirit form, it's all about the love. That's all you take with you when you leave this life. It's only love. It's what I feel deep inside my heart that every day I want to put love out there. I want to put compassion to help anyone 
that feels like they're alone. You know, so many people are just feeling disconnected from the world. Yes. They think that they are in this space. They don't know why they're in this space. You know, what am I even doing here? Right. And so my mission is to shine that light. You know, I have this light inside and it has come through because of the work I've done inside the inner work. Yeah. Um, you know, I've dug through and I've uncovered that light and now it's shining just like a lighthouse. You know, when a, when a lighthouse shines its light out to sea, it doesn't move. It doesn't waver. It just stands there and shines that light so that whoever needs that guidance goes directly to the light mm. and it doesn't waver to one side or another and get confused. You know, my light shines out every day and I, you know, I have this inner love for God, my creator, for the angels, for my spirit guides, most of all for people, you know, people that just need to see what it's all about and it is all about love. If you liked this recording and benefited from it, please, for heaven's sake, share it with your friends. If you loved it and want to hear more, go to theglitchmovie.com forward slash how to connect with angels where you can listen and subscribe. Thank you so much.